Good evening, beloved saints of God. We bless the Lord for another time in His presence. The Holy Spirit of God has been working through the ministry, through the teachings of both Pastor Raphael and I. And we thank God that he has given us the grace to communicate with signs and wonders. We had a great meeting last night and this morning as well. We had a great service. Tonight, I initially had no idea what direction the meeting was supposed to take, except that the Lord told me yesterday to pray last night and tonight. So what I knew was that we are going to pray, but as to the direction in which this service would go, I had no idea. So. I sing to the Lord in the morning, you know, Lord, I don't know. I don't know what or how this service is going to go. And then, you know, like somebody would drop uh, maybe a coin in the pond or something, uh, the Spirit of God dropped this word in my spirit, locusts locusts i was i was puzzled locusts oh well that's all the spirit of god said so you know when god speaks to you like that most of the time he's telling you that go investigate so i did some investigation and i knew then what the spirit of god was communicating and I come bringing forth a message tonight. The locusts are coming. You know, the Lord said to us, I think it was day 21 or 20, the Lord said 10 days of judgment. And he just said that and just left it like that. So I knew that for the next 10 days, there would be judgments that would be executed. And that was what I anticipated. But uh, along the days, I began to inquire of the Lord what really he meant and why specifically 10 days of judgments. And the understanding was given to me, I think it was day five, but throughout the days, the understanding kept increasing. And I wanna share a little bit with you uh, as to why the Lord said there will be 10 days of judgment. So in, in these 40 days of uh, Glow in the Word camp meeting, the Lord singled out 10 days in which judgment, certain 
judgments would be carried out. So I want to give the people of God a, an understanding, a, a summarization of the understanding that the Spirit of God had given me for why 10 days of judgments. Hallelujah. And I think I said uh, something uh, early on about this. Uh, nevertheless, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Let's, let's read Genesis chapter number 1. Give me the normal pad, the favorite one. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Then, and you can lower my monitor. <coughs> yeah. Verse 26. Then God said, let us make man in our image and according to our likeness. Then he said, and let them, notice, he did not say, let him. So he said, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea over the birds of the air and over all the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So we see that God created man with the intentions of dominion over three territorial locations, namely the sea, the earth and the air. In our revelation that the Lord has given, we have come to understand that one of the main reasons why God created man was to deal specifically with the devil. So God created man with the intentions that he would be the one to deal with the devil. And when we read the territories that God was giving man dominion over, it just didn't include the land mass. He said, the sea. And then he said, the air. So this had to be some sort of uh, stations where Satan has set up his uh, base in the earth, in the air, in the sea, and on land. So man was given the duty of carrying out judgments on Satan on these three planes. So God created him for the purpose of ruling. And you know, the, the word there, dominion, actually refers to subjugation. It means to bring something under your dominion, under your rule, under your control. So it appears that creation 
was in some sort of rebellion. So behind the sea, the earth, and the air, there is some sort of uh, base operation of Satan that the Lord has shrouded in this thing. So if you just read as it is, you would think that God was talking just about the fish or the birds or the creeping beasts. But there's something more than that. Remember, I don't know if you uh, uh, listened to one of Pastor Raphael, especially about beholding the sun. You would have heard that he said that behind every physical reality, there's a spiritual reality. So behind it, so everything physical, behind it, there's a spiritual reality be, uh, 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 just behind it. So every physical thing has reference to a spiritual reality that exists. So behind the sea, there's a spiritual reality. Behind the earth, there's a spiritual reality. Behind the air, there's a spiritual reality. And God created man with those intentions that he functioning like God would ultimately have dominion in these three spheres. But we all know that man fell. And one thing about the laws of the spirit is that there is no vacuum in the spirit world. So the, the, the role that Adam was to play, because he had now fallen and failed, someone else had to take that role. And now we know that the person who took the role was Satan. He became the God of this age. So Jesus took the cosmos back from him. He was the God of this, the prince of this uh, cosmos. Jesus took it. And the only title that's left to him because of the lease of Adam is the God of this aeon, the God of this generation or this age. So he was given an age in which to carry out what was betrayed to him. But he cannot operate physically like Adam could. So how he was going to operate was through using the same system that God originally designed, the system of man. So he was going to use man and hide himself and his kingdom behind every kingdom of man. But we know that God had intentionally decided to use man as his original executioner or executor of judgment. So man was by design created to be the judge of the fallen angels and Satan. That was God's order because Satan had, had fallen, had been cast down to the earth. So he had set up his base here in the earth. And he set up his base in three regions, in the earth, 
in the sea and in the air. When you look at the prophetic visions in Revelations and in Daniel, you will notice the Bible speaks about the beasts that come out from the earth and the beasts that come from the seas. So that is where Satan has set up his bases in the earth. And really, really, the, the, the strongest base he has now is actually in the sea. Remember, when God destroyed the earth, every fallen angel or every seed of fallen angels were touched. Except those that were in the sea. Remember, when fallen angels came to breed in the earth, they did not just breed with men. They bred with animals and species of creatures. So every creature God destroyed, it didn't only destroy man, but beasts, because that means they were genetically corrupted. But the only creatures that survived were those in the waters. So that is why even today, water spirits are amongst the most powerful spirits that Satan has at his disposal today. Because it is that part of the kingdom that was not touched. Because those species or those uh, children of fallen angels lived within the habitation of water. So they could survive the flood. And that's why you, we still have some of those creatures today. Hallelujah. <clears throat> so, when when he began to rebuild his, his kingdom, most of the spirits he utilized were spirits or creatures of the sea. So, Throughout his kingdom, if, if, you, if, if you can study most uh, paganistic uh, religions or most paganistic nations, you will realize that most of their gods were sea creatures. And among those sea creatures, there was the strongest, the dragon. And the dragon really is the king that God was judging in Egypt. So, spiritually, Egypt, God's inheritance, was held captive by Pharaoh, but not the physical Pharaoh. The physical pharaoh was just a, a vessel that carried out the mind of the true king of Egypt. So that's why we find that the, the king, I mean, the, the serpent that 
fell, I mean, the rod that became a serpent uh, before Moses and God is different than the serpent that, Mo that became, I mean, the rod that became a serpent before Pharaoh. Because the Bible uses two separate words for that rod became a serpent when God told Moses to throw it down and when God told Aaron and Moses to throw down the serpent before Pharaoh. It's two different words. So it's, it's not the same kind of creature or animal that showed forth. Because to, to Moses and God, the rod to the people of God was to be a sign. So it became a Nahas. But to Pharaoh, it did not become a Nahas because to Pharaoh, that rod that became a serpent was not a, a sign, but it was judgment. So to the people of Israel, it was a sign that they might believe that God had spoken to Moses. But when it came to the confrontation of Pharaoh, the serpent, be, I mean the rod, became something else than what it became when he threw it before the, uh, the elders of Israel. There is a reason why God did so. Remember, God said to Moses, I know he will not let you, he will not let them go except by a strong hand. So God said, I will perform my signs and judgments in Egypt. So there was something much more than just the deliverance of Israel going on there. There was the judgments that God was carrying out on the serpent of Egypt, the Pharaoh of Egypt. And it was not just the physical Pharaoh. So I want us to substantiate that because then you would understand why Moses did all the signs which he did in Egypt. So let's, let's look at Exodus. Uh, lift me up a, a bit there, Chris. Exodus, yeah, chapter 3. Oh, chapter 4, let's read chapter 4. Chapter 3, verse 19. Okay, let's read chapter 3, verse 19. Hallelujah. But I am sure that the king of Egypt I want you to see that. I am sure that the king of Egypt will not let them go. No, not even by a mighty hand. Here, he was not talking about Pharaoh. Here, he was talking about a spiritual king over Egypt. 
it was not Pharaoh. Because if, if Pharaoh, I mean, if, if God did the miracles that he did in Egypt, Pharaoh would have, he, he would have conceded. So it was, it was much more about just Pharaoh. The king of Egypt there is not Pharaoh. And I will show you that he's not Pharaoh. He says, but I'm sure that the king of Egypt will not let you go. No, not even by a mighty hand. You see, he said, he will not let them go, not even by a mighty hand. But then, in, when, we, when we read further, you will hear that Pharaoh would let them go only by a strong hand. So he says, so I will stretch out my hand and strike Egypt with all my wonders. Notice he's not striking Pharaoh. He's striking Egypt. Because behind the physical Egypt, there was the spiritual Egypt. So he says, I will strike Egypt with all my wonders, which I will do in its midst. And after that, he will let you go. And I will give to these people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And then he continues to say, they shall not go empty-handed. This is what he had promised Abraham. Then Moses asked the Lord in chapter 4, verse 1. Moses answered and said, but suppose they will not believe me or listen to my voice. Suppose they say, the Lord has not appeared to you. <coughs> so the Lord said to him, what is that in your hand? And he said, a rod. And he said, cast it to the ground. And he cast it on the ground and it became a serpent. A snake. So it just became a slithering snake. You see that? It became a snake, a nahas, or nahas. I don't know how the Hebrews spell it, but it is what it is. Right? It became a snake. And Moses fled from it. Then the Lord said to Moses, reach out and take, reach out your hand and take it by the tail. And he reached out and caught it, and it became a rod in his hand. And God told him what he must do. Right? So, God's first encounter, I mean, Moses' first encounter with Pharaoh was he did not put down the rod. So, God sends them in their first encounter to let my people go that my worship me in the wilderness. First, I don't know God and stuff like that and tell the people know that they're idle and stuff like that increases their work and so forth, right? So, chapter 6. Then the Lord said to Moses, now you will see what I will do to Pharaoh. So God, you see, is, is, it seems like he's just interchanging words for the king of Egypt and Pharaoh. No. Here he's talking about two different people. And you will see it. He says, for with a strong hand, he will let them go. Pharaoh. You see, Pharaoh, with a strong hand, will let them go. But the king of Egypt, not even a strong hand, he will let the people go. He will drive them out of his, this land. And God spoke to Moses, I'm the Lord. I'm the God of Abraham and so forth. Right? Then in verse 13, the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron and gave them a command for the children of Israel and for Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to bring the children of Israel out 
of the land of Egypt. Now let's go to chapter 7. Then the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron saying, When Pharaoh speaks to you saying, Show a miracle for yourselves, then you shall say to Aaron, Take your rod and cast it before Pharaoh and let it become a what? Let it become a what? A serpent. You see, English is a very terrible language. And it is, it is very misleading, especially when it comes to the Bible. Now, if you read that in English, you would suppose that the thing that became, I mean, the rod that became a serpent when Moses was before God is the same as the rod that became a serpent when they were before Pharaoh. And, and you would get it all wrong. And you would miss truly what was really happening there. Because the word there is not Nahash. The word there is a Hebrew word called Tanin. Or Tanin. Tanin is different from Nahash. Nahash means serpent. Tanin doesn't mean serpent. Tanin means a sea monster. Tanin means a sea creature. So what was really being confronted there was the thing that was holding Egypt, I mean Israel, in captivity. So it wasn't just a physical pharaoh, but it was what? So that rod was a sign of what? Of judgment. So when the rod of Aaron became a tanin before pharaoh, pharaoh was not only seeing a tanin, but pharaoh for the first time was beholding the very thing that had him and ruled over him and kept Israel in Egypt. So the thing became a dragon or a sea serpent or a sea monster. It wasn't a serpent. It was a creature of the sea. And I want to show you something. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 1, verse 21. <coughs> so God's people were held by the sea monster who called himself at that time king of Egypt who called himself at that time Pharaoh so he was king of the sea he was king of the sea you, you know as we go along with this you will understand why the Lord said to me the locusts the locusts are coming. You will understand it so clearly. So he was the one that was in control of the sea. And we know in the Bible, seas refers to people. 
refers to the Gentiles, refers to the world. So C is indicative of the world or the nations of the world. So this was the creature or the, the king of the seas. So he set himself upon the seas. And at that time, Egypt was his headquarters. Because Egypt then was a world power. Genesis chapter 1 verse 21. So God created the sea creatures. Do you see that? God created the sea creatures. It, it should read the monsters. Monsters. Dragons. So the serpent, the rod of Aaron and Moses became a dragon. Became a sea monster, a dragon. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It became a a sea monster. If you read verse 11, you will hear that, but Pharaoh also called the wise men and the sorcerers, so the magicians of Egypt, and they also did in like manner with their enchantments. For every man threw down his rod, and they became a tanim. But Aaron's rod swallowed up their rods. You see that? So that was the first encounter that Moses and Aaron had with Pharaoh. But probably Moses would have known or have not known, but because of insight and, and the full scope of the revelation of the Bible, we're able to see really who was the king of Pharaoh. It was the sea creature. It was the sea dragon. Let's read uh, Isaiah. Hallelujah. Isaiah. Chapter, let's see which one to take first. Okay, no. First, let's take Ezekiel 29.3, and then we will take Isaiah. Isaiah 20, I mean Ezekiel 29.3. 
and then we'll take again Ezekiel 32, uh, 1 to 2. Listen to this. Verse 3. Speak and say, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am against you, O Pharaoh, king of Egypt, O great monster, O, O great monster, who lies in the midst of the rivers, who has said, my river is my own. I have made it for myself. See who he's talking to. He's talking to the king of Egypt. And he says, oh great Tamim. So the king of Egypt was not only the physical pharaoh, but it was who? It was the great monster that lied in the sea. So probably his dwelling was bought by the Nile River at that time. And that's why the very second judgment was where? In the Nile. Where Pharaoh used to go bath. You see, in African religion, in Af I mean in African, uh, 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 in this Africanist uh, things, they go and bath by the river. Many times they'll tell you when they go and bath by the river, they are really going there to make contact with the spirits of the waters. Pharaoh, Pharaoh where, where was Moses? Where did they take Moses from? How did Pharaoh's daughter find Moses? Because they, they, the king and the royal people, they went to bath in the river. And incidentally, the place where they bath is where the great monster, the true king of Egypt, lodged. And God said, I am against you, Matraglisra. I am against you, O Pharaoh king of Egypt, O great Tani, who lies in the midst of his rivers. You see that? But I will put hooks in your jaws, verse 4, and cause the fish of your rivers to stick to your scales. And I'll bring you up of the midst of your rivers. And all the fish in your rivers will stick to your scales. So who was really being judged here? The sea monster. The dragon. The sea serpent. And we know who's that sea serpent. We know who he is. So God was still doing the same thing that he had intended with Adam. And he was using a man to judge the spirit that controlled the destiny that kept his people in, in enslavement. And it wasn't just a man. It was the spirit energizing the man, the sea monster. Let's, let's look at uh, Ezekiel 32, 2. Verse 2. Son of man, take up a lamentation for Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and say to them, you are like a young lion among the nations, and you are like 
a monster in the seas. See how God describes Pharaoh? He is a monster in the sea. So, God's first confrontation with a kingdom was done through what? Through the execution of judgments using a man. Using a man. So you can see why throughout the years when Israel rebelled, God gave them to a nation at that time that was a superpower. Until they learned and repented and came back to the Lord. And all those nations that were superpowers, really, behind those nations, there was the true king, the monster. Let's look at Isaiah 27. Isaiah 27, verse 1. Hallelujah. In that day, the Lord with his severe sword, great and strong, will punish Leviathan, the fleeing serpent. He will punish Leviathan, the fleeing serpent. That Leviathan, that twisted serpent. And he will slay the reptile that is in the sea. Glory. Glory. He says what a severe sword, great and strong. So there are principalities and there are Leviathans. They are Tanins. Tanins can only be rebuked. I mean, can only be removed or dislodged. Not by prayer. They cannot be dislodged by rebuking. The only thing that can remove or dislodge them or depower them is judgments. Is the Lord's severe judgments. And the secret has always been given to us. The Lord said, in that day, sing to her a vineyard of red wine. Look at how the Lord brings his judgments. I will, not, I will not carry on here. I will not carry on here. I will not carry on here. Pastor Raphael has something here. But I will not carry on here. But I just wanted to show you who was Pharaoh. It's important. And I want you to understand that now at this time, why the Lord said 10 days of judgments. Remember, Pharaoh had held God's people, God's nation, in captivity. And along with them being in captive, he had their possessions, their wealth, their prosperity. And it was controlled 
By who? By the sea monster. And do you know that the sea monster, the sea monster, his greatest power today is not demon, uh, 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 satanically visible. It is a subtle system called religion. So the main spirit that has, and right now, that is holding the church of Jesus Christ in captivity is Leviathan, is religion. Is religion. Religion, for instance, you have heard us in the week and, 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 and in, in, in weeks past during this conference talk about uh, unrighteous mammon, making friends with unrighteous mammon. You heard us speak about uh, going into gambling sectors, going into sectors that are holy people, Christian people would reckon as evil. Why is the gambling sector perceived as evil? Who made it evil? You know what it's called? It's called the spirit of religion. Jesus attended weddings. Jesus attended feasts. And who were his instigators? Who ostracized him for eating? Who ostracized him for drinking? Who ostracizing for sitting among sinners? You know who it was? It was the religious hierarchy of those days. The Sadducees and the Pharisees. They opposed him. But Jesus was there. So Jesus' number one enemy throughout his ministry was the spirit behind religion. That is the spirit that opposed Jesus throughout his ministry. And that is the spirit that Jesus tried to deliver people out of. The spirit of religion. And the Lord, during this, this 10 days, has brought out this spirit before us. I was speaking to Pastor Raphael just in the, in the afternoon. And he, he, he was, we were talking, discussing several things. And I said to him, hey, Soma, let me go listen to yesterday's uh, message again. So I put it on. I lied on my bed. And then I just went into a deep sleep. So just as I was about to wake, in between sleep and consciousness, I entered a dream. In the dream, I'm walking to go look for bread. But I'm not going to look for bread at a shop. I'm going to look for bread in, in some monastery-like, uh, you know, a cathedral-like uh, building, huge mansion. 
So it looks like a house, but it has those, those uh, monastic uh, cathedral uh, uh, features. So I'm walking. So while I'm walking, a, a girl says, I'll show you where to get bread. So as I'm walking, on my right, some folks are watching a TV, a TV screen, and a guy says, uh, let's finish so that we can pray. Oh, well, I just watch, I, I pass, I get my bread. When I get my bread, oh, all of a sudden, the scene changes. I'm still in the same building, but I'm in a passageway. In the passageway, there's a door. So I'm passing, and then my eyes turn, and this guy again is watching through a screen. He's sitting down, just like I'm sitting, but he's, he's looking at a TV. So when he turns at me, his eyes change. You know when somebody wants to beat you? Somebody wants to hit you? So his eyes change. They, they have this, you know, evil demeanor. But here's what's strange. Instead of cussing and swear words coming out of the man, scripture is coming out of him. The guy starts speaking scripture, quoting it verbal perfectly. So he looks at me, he starts quoting scripture. He starts quoting scripture. And then he stands up, motioning as like he's going to beat me. But I can hear that the scriptures he's quoting, in the scriptures that he's quoting, is like he's swearing at me, but swearing at me with scripture. And he motions toward me like he's gonna beat me up. So, so I'm I'm at the door and he's coming through. So, so I anticipate he's gonna you know come at me. So I take one step back, and he comes out of the door, and then I wake up. When I wake up, I knew exactly what this this night's judgment is about. It's about that spirit. Of religion that thing must break you see he's he's called who the king of the sea the king of the rivers let me show you something wealth in the Bible is depicted by a terminology the Bible uses you know what the terminology is the abundance of the sea Prosperity is depicted by that, the abundance of the sea. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 60. So remember, we are not creating these judgments. No, we are just, it's executors on the extraction of the law. We just bear the sword of the Lord. And the Lord has brought this, you know, when I, when I was speaking to Pastor Raphael, in, in, in the prophetic word the Lord has given him, it is exactly the spirit. Well, he'll explain it, you know, and expound and excavate this much more deeper. But I'm sharing with you from a prophetic angle because we want to minister this thing. Are we there? Isaiah 60. Lift up your eyes and see, they all gather together, they come to you. Your sons shall come from afar and your daughters shall be nursed at your side. Then you shall see and become radiant, and your heart will swell with joy, because the abundance, the abundance 
of the sea shall be turned to you. The wealth of the Gentiles shall come to you. So it's almost like, it's almost like there, there, there needs to be a rumbling, a noise that takes place in the sea before the wealth can be released. So we can see that the one that's holding the riches and the wealth from the people of God is really uh, uh, Leviathan, the, the spirit of religion. Remember, Satan's chief operator in the earth will, will not be just the Antichrist. It will be who? The Antichrist and his false prophet. So that's a symbol of religion. So, is it the abundance of the sea? Okay, let, let me, let, let's take another scripture. Uh, let's take Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter 30, 33, verse 19. They shall call the peoples to the mountain. There they shall offer sacrifices of righteousness. For they shall partake of the abundance of the sea and of the treasures hidden in the sand. When you read the Bible, especially in Genesis, the Bible tells us that the Spirit of God moved over the face of the deep. And remember, at that time there was no earth. So the deep he was referring to was actually the seas, was actually the waters. So the, the, the thing that God divided, the light from dark, the darkness was in the water. So the riches, the wealth, that is to come to God's people is kept in Egypt, by Egypt. And the main controller over that wealth is the sea monster, is Leviathan. And we can see that this is a religious spirit. That's why it's difficult for Christians to believe that God can give them in a dream numbers or trades or bets to make. Because they feel, no, that's impossible. There's no money in heaven. Money is on earth. And money is kept in the system, in the cosmos. If it's going to leave the cosmos to come to you, you're going to need the supernatural 
employment of God's resources. And one of the resources that the Spirit of God has made available to his people is the resource of judgment. Is the resource of judgment. When judgments are executed, then the Lord is known. How does God tell the woman to go to their neighbors and borrow silver and gold? When he knows that they are not coming back. And he tells them, borrow. When he knows that you are, you are not coming back. And God says, this is how you will plunder the Egyptians. The angel used Laban sheep to make Jacob rich. It was Laban sheep that he used, that he manipulated through a system to make Jacob rich. And God is still doing the same thing today. But he wants to crack down and destroy and severely blow the spirit of religion from you. Because every Christian that's not been liberated, trust me, they suffer from this thing. The spirit of religion. This is a spirit that closely works with th these ancestral spirits. Because they all operate from the same base. The water, the seas, the rivers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now in all this thing, where does locusts fit in? Because you read the entire Bible, locusts were used by God as instruments of judgment. So how can now locusts be good thing because when you read the bible locusts are always bad they are always bad but they you see like we've been saying god always hides truth in plain sight and unless a person truly digs and searches out, he may never receive of the full import of the blessedness of the scriptures. So as I said to you, the Lord said to me, son, locusts. <laughs> it's like locusts. <laughs> locusts. So I went to the first place where locusts were mentioned. And that was in relation to the judgment of Egypt. That God said to Moses, stretch forth your hands and the locusts will come. And I read it, I'm like, okay, you mean judgment is coming? Nah, I was not satisfied. And then I did a word search. On that word locust and I was blown away 
I was blown away. Because not only are locusts God's instrument of judgment, but they also reference an operation of the Spirit. Can we read it? Amen. Let's look at, hallelujah. Let's look at, Psalms, one o five, and then we're going to pray. Let's read verse 31. Hallelujah. He spoke, and there came swarms of flies and lice in all their territory. And he gave them hail for rain and a fire in the land. He struck their vines also and their fig trees and splintered the trees of their territory. Verse 34. He spoke and locusts came, young locusts without number. And notice what they did. And ate up all the vegetation of their land and devoured the fruit of their ground. He also destroyed all their firstborn in their land, the first of all their strength. So lo the locusts were actually the second last or the third last miracle that was done in Israel. And when God sends out locusts, he does not send them one. They are always in multitudes. There's a reason why. It is the nature of of locusts. So when locusts appear in a territory, they do not appear as, as one. They always come in multitudes. Why? Because of what the meaning of the word locust stands for. When you read the Hebrew meaning of the word locust, it is A-R-B, Arbe, right? Arbe refers to locust, but it has a root word. It has a root meaning, which is rabah. You know what rabah means? Take a guess. Rabah means increase. Rabah means multiplication. Rabah means abundance. Oh, oh, oh. Rabah means more. It means great. It means exceeding. It means much. Mm. Lord, what are you saying? The locusts are coming. Lord, what are you saying? 
the locusts are coming. What, what are you saying? I, do you mean the literal? No. The spiritual operation. Remember what brought the locusts? It was the wind. It was the wind. While the physical locusts were brought forth for the judgment of Egypt, the spiritual operation behind it is really what the Spirit of God is alluding to when he says the locusts are coming. He's saying Rabbi is coming. Who, 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 let's just say you are a preacher. You're watching this. And you heard the locusts are coming. There's no way you can make this up without the help of the Holy Ghost. Because the, the, the first thought would be, no, judgment is coming. Oh, God, judgment is coming. No. Upon investigation, a person realizes that the Lord is talking about increase. That the Lord is talking about abundance. <laughs> that the Lord is talking about multiplication. So that means, as the spirit of religion is judged, the locusts in your life, the rabbah, let me not use lo locusts because it might throw you off, but the rabbah, is coming. What is the rabbah? It is the abundance of the sea. It is the increase of the sea. It is the multiplication of the sea. So there is an increase coming into your life tonight. Hallelujah. There is an increase coming into your life tonight. There is an abundance that is coming into your life tonight. He says they will be brought to the mountains of God and there they will offer, they will offer offerings of righteousness. That's one of the reasons why when we entered into 10 days of judgment, some of us knew that we need to give regularly offerings. And that's what we've been doing throughout these 10 days. We've been giving recklessly, giving offerings without care. Why? Because we know the Lord has, we didn't know, I didn't know that at that time. But I knew it now that the Lord is meaning to make us partakers of the abundance of the sea. The locusts are coming. Hallelujah. Sale The locusts are coming. Shafidra Atakabra Kiva. Increase is coming. Rabah is coming. Multiplication is coming. As the Lord judges the king of the sea, my God, my God, as the Lord judges the spirit of religion, something will break in your soul. Strongholds will break off of your life. And you will see clearly. Oh, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We want to pray now. Glory to God. Glory to God. With a severe sword. With a severe sword, with a strong hand, the Lord will judge Pharaoh. What did the Lord say to us? Let me read it to you. What the Lord said to us. Hallelujah, hallelujah. This is what the Lord said to us. 
Kionda Bradiga Vranshadaga Bradia. Sorry, that's Noah. <laughs> when the Lord spoke about judgment on poverty. So in Christianity, the root stronghold of poverty is religion. Is the spirit of religion. That's why many are unable to make friends with unrighteous memo. Because they look at memo and they're like, but you want money, you need money, you need, you need it. Because that religious spirit got you, got you in a jive. Financially, you are stripped naked. It's religion. Professing godliness, but denying the power. You are sleeping at night. You are sleeping all of a sudden in a dream. You, you are, God shows you a game a football game or whatever, playing out. And then at, at the end of the dream, God shows you the score. 3-1. It is a final. And you know, I just, I just had a dream and this team won. I don't understand. 3-1. Oh, bless God. Religion got you. Because you can't think in a certain way. You can't see, perceive things in a certain way. He got you. Here, I'm not saying go into the slot machine and pray. No, I'm talking about a supernatural operation. And we've been talking to you now about how to be induced into that dimension. You heard tonight, to, at this morning's uh, 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 meeting, or oh, Pastor Raphael, how, how Jacob was induced. He gave a drink offering and he came down. And covenants were made. Provisions were guaranteed. He poured out... Oh, this is what the Lord said to us. Now, just as I sent Moses to confront and bring judgments to Pharaoh to let my people go, go and prophesy. Tell Pharaoh, the Pharaoh of poverty, even Mammon, to let my people go. There it is. There it is. Just tell Pharaoh. We know who Pharaoh is now. My God, we bless you, Jesus. So we're going to pray. Madra Kiza Shanda. Le Prasanja Bradigatakata. You can stand up if you can. Shanitro Zada Branje. Or go on your knees. Let the man lift up 
their hands. Let the woman begin to sing, to sing judgments on Pharaoh, judgments on Pharaoh. Pharaoh, you are judged and we are coming out. Pharaoh, you are judged and we are coming out. Come on, sing. Come on, sing. Men, lift up your hands. We are praying now. We are praying now. The Lord said to us, lift up your hands and pray, and I will anoint your mouth to speak words. And yea, this shall be the case even tonight. Father, in the name of Jesus, Saiparon Eglitra, First, let me receive the offerings of the beloved of God. Truly, I receive your offering, your prophetic seed for 2022. Just as the Lord has spoken, so shall it be in your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, whatever promises, prophetic words that are given in conjunction to your offering, the Lord shall bring it to pass. Father, in the name of Jesus, I receive the offerings of your servant, Pastor Raphael. Namash ebeita bombi, rimin jada bronda, masipra tu katiga branda. I receive those offerings in the name of Jesus. And Father, let your word unto your servant be atatabahaya, be made good in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And I receive the offerings of those who have released offerings even at this time. Michael, I receive your offering, Amatoya, according to the word of the Lord. Father, prepare and posture and align him in the name of Jesus Christ for the promises of God. And yes, oh Father, even as we ascend to the mountains of God, I thank you that the wood offerings right now, Babalia, are preparing a fire, fire for the spirit, fire for the offerings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We are praying along with the saints of God, just as the revelation of God came to us, uh, that we should go uh, and speak uh, and tell Pharaoh, yeah, even the Pharaoh of poverty, the Pharaoh that holds, uh, yes, your people in captivity, in financial bondage, uh, yes, oh God, uh, in the and bondage in their souls, strongholds, oh God, of poverty must be broken tonight. False foundations must be eradicated tonight that have been planted by the spirit of religion. Right now, we declare judgments upon you, Pharaoh. We declare judgments upon you, King of Egypt. And we command you by the command of the Lord. Yes, we do this under instruction, under the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ with a severe sword and with a strong hand in the name of Jesus bow down low with the cliff bow down low spirit of religion behind this Egyptian Babylonic spirit this Leviathan in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth under the authority the charge given unto us we stretch forth our hands as the rod of God in the and let the rod, the power, the authority of God. Yes, let it swallow every false authority. Let it swallow every false rod. Let it swallow in the name of Jesus. Even Leviathan, even that great sea monster, oh God, that has sneered in pride against your people right now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, let the rod of God through the outstretched arm of your servants begin to swallow 
that spirit. Begin to swallow that power that's been laid over your people. Yes, in the name of Jesus. There are judgments. Let the daughters of Zion, let the wives sing. Let the wives sing. Pharaoh, you are judged and we are coming out. Pharaoh, you are judged and we plunder Egypt. We plunder the system. Father, you said to me that locusts are coming. Increase is coming. Abundance is coming. Right now, in the name of Jesus, let the abundance of the sea be turned, migatanda, unto your people. Yeah, even the wealth of the Gentiles in every sector. Father, memon, religion is no longer a barrier. We break the walls, the strongholds of religion in our minds. Father, we do not listen to the ostracization of the Pharisees, yes, oh God, to the jeering and the sneering, oh God, of the Sadducees, in the name of Jesus, every religious institution in our souls, in the spirit, Father, let me be judged, yes, even in the air, the prince of the power of the air, be judged, the Elapandoia, Elegredebronda, environmental spirit must begin to bow in the name of Jesus, Father, with our hands stretched out, we speak even to the water spirit that hold your people in bondage. The marine spirit, Father, there's a greater kingdom than those kingdoms. It is the kingdom of the Lord Jesus. And you said, all authority in heaven and earth is given unto you. And with that authority right now, we confront and tell Pharaoh and these spirits to dislodge, to dislodge in the name of Jesus. Le protocona, libratica by, and Father, we destroy the membrane in the soul of your people of bondage and slavery in Jesus' name. Yes, the locusts are coming, the locusts are coming, increase is coming. Shalabahai, Elebrona, increase without number. Malevrenda, this is the wonder of God upon the people of the living God. Alebrona, Calebrahan, Shalaprotically. come on, come on, men and sons of God. Iprasaya, Apranaconda, daughters of Zion. Elekunda, Brahan, Salevrende, Gredegrenda, Elebrona, he executes the judgments there. We execute them here. Yes. We are men under instruction. Magota Parikabanga, Shevrede de Cancon Chapela, Embri Satai, Elebron, and let the glossa and let the offering of the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Father, be presented. For it is written, We overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our judgment, the word of our testimony. So we invoke the power of the blood. We invoke the new covenant right of every child of God in Jesus' mighty name. Magli grondelele kampron shalaha. Invrasai, Lepratola Kanja, Legradia, lift me up, Chris, Moshanda Pratika, Shalabranda, Etetutukuika, Vranda la Grata Branda, Garabaraba Shanda, Mandagraga Brada de Glabragadoya, let the first force foundations break in the name of Jesus, and let the locusts come, let the increase come, Father, even the vision you showed me last night of the beasts and the air. 
and the species of creatures that were clean that came by the leading of the spirit right into the ark of Noah father even as we are in Goshen let them come let the abundance of the sea be turned unto us let the wealth of the Gentiles be turned unto us let the prosperity of Zion be turned unto us father we call on every angel that was over that work even in now in this generation in this time in this hour to be sent to be sent to be sent to work and ensure that this exodus takes place successfully you brought out this religious spirit out and yes just like Moses oh God destroyed Og Megeboy Rebaya Ebedea Ilamanja, Masai, Ravada Gabratna, and Bashar. Father, we are doing it in the name of Jesus. We take up the flaming sword of the Lord. The flaming sword of the Lord. It is a song. You are falling. You are falling. Your grip has been weakened. Ilabonda. The spirit of religion will be unemployed from this day forth in your life. We speak with the voice of the Holy Ghost. And we assign angelic ministries. The wealth, the wealth, the wealth, the host of heaven right now to dislodge every false foundation, every false principle. In the name of Jesus, reassign desolate heritages. In the name of Jesus, Father, let a fountain break forth in the wilderness. Let a stream of God break forth in the wilderness. And let the wilderness be turned in the name of Jesus. Let it be turned into a fruitful field. Yes, the rains have been pouring. They have been pouring they have been pouring they have been pouring they have been pouring and yes with bright clouds and lightnings the Lord shall water everyone grass in the field I have given you every herb yielding seed and every fruit tree whose seed is in itself for you for food dominion over every fish of the sea every bird of the air every creeping thing that creeps upon the face of the earth authority 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 against the spirit of religion against the spirit of blindness against every form of deceptive spirit in the name of Jesus Father, Father, Father against the deceitfulness of riches the thing that's been choking the word from yielding in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth the judgments of the Lord are gone forth and I hear the spirit 
spirit of the living God say, do not remember the former things. What are the former things? Generational patterns, cyclical patterns. Do not remember, do not remember, for the Lord is breaking the pattern, the cycles of delay from your life. And the spirit of God says, behold, I do a new thing, a fresh thing in your life. Shall you not see it? Shall you not see it? For the spirit of God say, I am he that declares the end from the beginning. And I've declared your end, says the spirit of God. For have you not read that my plans toward you are not plans of evil, but plans of good to give you an expected end? And you have come into your season. Your expected end is now, says the spirit of the living God. The new thing, the new thing, the new thing, a fresh, a fresh thing the Spirit of God does. And I say, Kamai, Ekalebahai, and the Lord calls for your increase. He calls for the corn to be increased and to be multiplied. Yes, there shall not be drought, for your field has been tilled. Mandaika paraparaparkatoya. Enter, Jelebron de Clefresse, Jelebron de Cate Califronda, Marchanda, Manta Parroctopara, Varebae, Varebae, Varebae Pelepele Farahan, Hallelujah, 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 for the prayers of a righteous man mashana availeth much iskus much manta Brascatea Emendela Vregele 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 Vregede We send fire We send fire to false altars We send fire We send fire Fire to false gods We send fire 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 Manta Pakekeboya Rebebebebelegelegele Balabalabaha Menjarabada Dabakode, a bede bede, rebebebebe, a mendo merica panamanida, o zelegi me 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 goe, a tototododoya, masha, masha, the rod is stretched over you, and that rod swallows up every false rod, a balega bahaya, every rod of divination, every rod of enchantment, every rod of sorcery, the rod of God. Swallows it, swazole kalipatabia. Every rod of wizardry, Mesanda Balita, Rekaboya, false powers, Mate Kaliko Manta Piatototo, Elefayatonada, Amashapayeti Kaikati, Alelalata Papa, Rabababa Kabalika Bababa, Ronkoko, 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 
Iminga gagaido, amadiato, ababiadi, abiadi, abiyali abiyabiyahaiga. Osai balabakaina, ambaita panana, ambra papa, ambra papa, ipepria papa papa bahaya, rekalabaha. Religion, you are judge. Rabbi, get out of the way. Iminta polikita prakinda balihai, shama mama mahai katoi. Engalamana and let the spirit and the angels and spirit beings of abundance, Milabadabaya of prosperity, of peace, Ilagabadea, Avikalevevehea, Meshedebruya, Manda Bradabahaya, Malagaragabahaya, for daddy, this is the season, this is the season, Mashaya, where the plowman will overtake the reaper, Mashelevrunde. Galebrunda, Zelebrunda, Ekalababahove, Alebebebe, Alionka, Papapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapap
Ekabonta Paya Kabahaya, Mashanda Barabaha, Ekapoya, Ebredea, let the mighty ones, the strong ones, go forth and bring it to pass. Yes, the strong man, the strong man is being bound for a greater than he has entered even into his house and he has bound him. And behold, he taketh the great spoils that lieth there, for the strong man has been bound. The strong man has been bound. The strong man against you, against your destiny, has been bound. Valika Pratoya Kashanda Masanta Krakabanta Ikalakoya Valemba Relkul Tratna Ikabron Alvila Valibrahanta Kramza Brada Ishalakapa Elibrotodododo Kosheke Brada Evregedelikedi Brondo Gosheke Brakidibdahana Mashanda Mara Brada Gabda Kaikabuya Lebrodo Gobrodoya Let those tongues, let those tongues roll out of you Let them roll out of you, O man Mashikalaka Mashikalaka, Evalika Bakai Kukotom, Mandabra, Mashanda, Manda, come out of her, come out of her, come out of her, Mashanda Brahaya, come out out of her, my people, and do not partake, Mashai, of her judgment, do not partake of her sins, Moshai, for she shall drink of the wine of the great indignation of God, Maboli Tekali Brahundakaya, Moshai, for the wine press of God's anger has been filled, has been filled, and now these false foundations and pharaohs will drink of the wine of the wrath of God, of the wrath of God. But on the other side, his people shall drink of the wine of his favor, of the wine of his grace, of the wine of his spirit. And even now, the Lord is removing old wine skins. So you might contain the new wine, the new wine of the spirit. Hallelujah. 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 Ah! 
Scampari kaka igrongje breklaki broko doko da hamfatile. Iyang kantor bebebiete kaya tu krongal ya prahanda. Zobanya tata kaita van konka pariata nata kaito. Jababa baba baba klompa paita kalika branga. Okre bebebe klikro kokotoka pelekeliki bunta. Rabanta bro bebelikeita braham bansata. Yula braviata kata braviala kata brohunta pa. Vaike bunta zebebeela konka ita. Viani toi pa ai. Aika kukuete kaita pala pala patoea. Zanta prata bro kukukotea. Ila kaita eta manta parayata koya. Ah, no, 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 no. Yes. Rabah is coming. A locust is coming. The locusts are coming. The increase, the abundance, the multiplication, the greatness, the much, the more. It is coming. It is coming. We bless you. Come on, bless the Lord. Bless him. Bless the Lord. Sing, sing to his holy name. Let your heart sing to his holy name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It is not by might, it is not by power, but by your spirit. We do not presume to take any posture that you have not instructed us to take. We do not assume to take any commands and charge that you have not charged us with. We give you praise that your work is being perfected. Your work is being accomplished. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, dear Lord. Hallelujah. Woo. Glory. Male Shanza Bradiga. We bless the Lord. We bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Well. Samogadi Avrasan Jacques Lepredika Sada. We have done what the Lord asked us to do tonight. And so it is done. And so it is accomplished. And we bless the Lord, our God, for his strength. Thank you, Jesus. We seal your work by the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, if you can, tonight, let's seal this work by taking Holy Communion. So as we go offline, you can prepare Holy Communion and we'll see you Sunday. And we'll continue live on Monday. God bless you. I love you. Good night.